You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is the Good Reverend Jim, and here with my crazy friend, Ronnie. That's me. And we got a special guest, Melissa. Hello. And we finally reached our goal of having a Scorpio. Woo-hoo! <laughs> so I, now I have my perfect threesome. Oh, boy. I got, I got my cancer. Not the way I got it my sounds. Scorpio. <laughs> No, it is. Seriously. Can you guys wait till the end of the show? <laughs> Give Stay it a chance. Tuned. Give it. Uh, okay, fine. It's not perfect. We're all married. I did okay. not read the fine print. <laughs> I tricked her. <laughs> Remember when he said Trevor can't come? And now you know why. Oh, shit. He's listening. Yeah. Oh. Uh, just kidding, Trevor. <laughs> can't wait for device now. <laughs> So uh, this is the Good Reverend Jim. Our show is all about relationships and trying to make the world a better place, trying to do things that are good. Kumbaya and, and crap. I like that. Yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> by the way, that's the whole purpose of the show is trying to make the world better by doing things that are good. And to me, me having good relationships makes everyone better. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, of course, we're going to start with Ronnie's joke. The best part of the show because seriously, what makes the world better than – my amazing sense of humor. Um, unfortunately, I don't have my laugh track queued up, so y'all are just going to have to laugh so hysterically to make up for it. Okay, so before the show – not yet, not yet. Wait for it. Um, before the show, I ran a few jokes by these guys, and some of them got uh, big thumbs up and some not so much. But I've got one. I'm going completely – Rogue. <laughs> yep, going rogue, folks. Okay, it's kind of stupid. Bear with me. What's the difference between people from Dubai and people from Abu Dhabi? Mm, no idea. I'm going to pass on that one. People from <laughs> Dubai don't like the Flintstones and people from Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> That's terrible. Okay. <laughs> Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Do you even know the Flintstones? Yeah. You have to have a dude that play on that? Uh, by the way. Okay, wait, let's. <laughs> Melissa, by the way, Melissa's a little bit younger than me, but a little bit terrible. older than Ronnie, but younger than me. Ronnie's only, what, 27 still? Yeah, I'll be 20. Still. I'll be 27 on Sunday. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, Ronnie. Thank you so Congratulations. much. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Thanks. It's going to be one of the few times I'm somewhat around when her birthday is. Hmm. We've never celebrated mm-hmm. a birthday together with her. With her. Or she celebrated. You've never celebrated my birthday because I'm ageless, so they don't really happen too often, hence the reason I'm only 27. Yeah, I'm like 27 again. I've never done this one. It's It's like deja vu. I'm 27 today, and on Sunday, I will be turning 27. Do you see how it works? It's a good gear. Yes. It's part of the Einstein thing. It's it's my world. Y'all are just squirrels trying to get nuts. Yeah. So, um, let's see. I got to check my notes real quickly here. Uh, Oh, yeah. uh, You want to hear a little bell pop up here and there? I've. Thank you. Uh, that means I said the word stuff or in stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to try breaking myself. I was actually listening to my podcast while I was doing the, my garden the other day, Ronnie, when you weren't there. And I swept my ass off until like midnight last night working on my garden. So I'm not bitter, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. So I listened to you and I just ruminated about you the whole damn time. I was like, where the hell Let's is Ronnie go to at? this distress talent skills. <laughs> But what about the word stuff, though? You were saying – I say okay. stuff all the time and, and okay. saying – it's like drive me crazy too. And it's like I don't know how people can listen to us. And stuff. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I stopped listening already. So, yeah. So uh, today, uh, a lot of times we talk about astrology. Oh, actually, we're going to talk about astrology a little bit. We're going to hit the DBT because uh, we want to finish up this lesson. 
But we want to talk about Melissa because she's here. Mm. Trash talk her a little bit. Oh, yeah. 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 Bring it. Welcome. <laughs> We've got a roast. It's a roast. Yes. <laughs> so I know Melissa because I used to play soccer with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa's a Scorpio. And for if you guys remember the uh, categories before, we divide people into the crazies like Ronnie. That's me. The geeks like me. And the bitch chest, and we finally got a bitch here that's compatible with us. That's right. That'd ding, be, ding, ding. That'd be <laughs> and on one of my shows, I mentioned that the place where uh, the bitches really stand out is in sports. Oh. <laughs> that and that's sense. where I met Melissa at. Mm-hmm. And guess what I thought of her when I first met her? Yeah. It's Total true. bitch. Yeah, I was a jerk big time. <laughs> that's not what he said earlier, actually. He was talking to me about like when you guys first met and that you were – when you're on I, said, the I saw her across the room. Or the feeling, I, I just fell in love. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was kind of like in a in a bad eighties teen romance. Like everything else faded away, and it was just the two spotlights. And he was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay." So in reality, he um he said earlier he said that uh, you were just business. You're like, I'm playing soccer. Yeah, and super competitive. How that's would you it. describe yourself in soccer? Um, well, competitive to the point of. Being kind of a bitch. Yeah, I was not necessarily the nicest to play with. Um, you know, if you were on my team or not on the team. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the team, I think that's referring to me. I am not a good soccer player. Melissa's better than me. <laughs> Get your ass out there, Derbyshire. <laughs> but also myself not being like a fantastic player had no business to be such a jerk, but I was. Definitely. So yeah. I apologize on air, Jim, for <laughs> being a jerk. No, no, I, I love you. But yes, yeah, so Melissa on, on the field, she's quite the bitch. And I actually met her. She's always has a very serious face. She had her, I know she had long hair, but her hair was always up in a bun yeah. and stuff like that. It, 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 <laughs> she always looked very stern and stuff like that. It, uh, her and some other girl were always like, homely had a little committee over there. It's like, these people are pissing me off. These people are pissing me off. You take out that Don't one. Pass the I'm going to take out this guy. one. And by the way, this guy, Jim, who, was it? who brought him on the team? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I actually, probably did say something like that. <laughs> I, I, I oh, no. That. I got better ones. So at one oh, point, gosh. I think you broke a smile. I was like, I th- think I like this girl. She seems kind of cool in a real bitchy way. It's like, this might be one of my bitches. <laughs> and, and, uh, Jim's like, oh, torture me. <laughs> Yell at me some more. No, well, <laughs> ironically, no, so, so, so we used to play defense mm-hmm. together. I always gravitated defense, and she did too. And uh, I'm not a great player. I mean, I, I try hard, but I'm not a great player. And then at, at one point, I I think I took the ball from her. And I hear, Ooh. Jimmy! <laughs> <laughs> and she was right. I did cut her off. I did steal the ball from her. So she was right. But I just remember this Jimmy. I was like, oh, my God. It's like. But it's weird. I don't know if you remember that at all. But, uh, but, but oh, it's recurring nightmare to me. It's oh, today, Jim Stone. No, actually, 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 oh, no, it's, no, actually, it's not. But something about the way you said that because uh, you don't necessarily talk a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you yell my name, you yell Jimmy too. <laughs> Is it's like I on one of my shows I said the best thing and worst thing that someone said to me was Jimmy. Oh man, this one kind of actually hit one of the best things because even though you're yelling at me, it, it just sounded like. She actually yelled and yelled my name, so Jimmy too. It's like that's someone that cares, you know. I was like, okay, I fucked up, but 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 it's like I mean, it's like okay, I didn't like being called out, but I'm saying I was like, oh, it's kind of nice that she had a comfort level with me that she can like yell at me. Yeah. And then he went out and had your name tattooed on his. <laughs> Someone oh. like, someone like, sorry, yeah. oh yeah, that makes, sense. <laughs> that makes way more sense. <laughs> yeah, so that that was my 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 experience with. Melissa, yeah. so 
I don't know how long we played together for, for like five years. Years, maybe? yeah. Oh, quite a while. Yeah. So we didn't have that much of a relationship. And then uh, except, uh, not outside soccer at all. Yeah. And then one time we were down at uh, Sanarchy, which is this little thing in Detroit where <laughs> everyone dressed up in like, these little Santa outfits. And it's a big, huge drunk fest where you just Basically. go bar hopping and stuff like that. And Melissa came down there. And she was not in soccer gear. And she had a big old smile on her face and her hair was down, all curled up, and she had dialed up. She was beautiful. I was like, Aww. Melissa? <laughs> <laughs> I had a ride with you that night. It was, it was yeah. like, who the hell is this girl? <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Soccer got in the way a little bit. It's okay. So, no, I, I, I so that, that's the, the, the Melissa. It's actually probably less than like I said. The fixed signs, the, the, the bitch signs. Sports is where they stand out because that's mm-hmm. where they look like a bitch and the, the, the stuff comes out. True. But, so speaking of um, bitchy sports people, what – so the the women's soccer team just won? Yeah. Why were all of like the main, the star players other than the one that you said was like – Okay. So the thing about these cancer type people. That's me. The people in the cancer uh, – the, the crazy category, they like to bring things back to them. Because I think Ronnie knows that most of the stars on the soccer team are all cancers. Cancers! Woo! <laughs> Give it up for the cancer! What? Yeah, the girl that got the golden boot, uh, was it Megan Rapino? Rapino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, cancer. There oh. you go. Uh, one of my, my, my favorite thought about hottie of the team, uh, Alex Morgan. Cancer. Huh. Oh, wait. Wasn't that Megan's birthday like – The day she got the score. Yeah. And then the – Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Wait, wait. Which one? The, 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 the dark-haired girl. It was her birthday that day. Yeah. And then the purple-haired girl, I don't know when her birthday is. Two days before that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Alex Morgan, wow. uh, they were playing uh, England. That's the game we watched, isn't it? The bar? Yes. They are playing England on her birthday. And she did a header. Into oh, the goal. yeah, yeah, yeah. She is that the, the day of the yes. pinky that tea was drinking? Her, that's kind of cocky, huh? like that. But, that's but, okay. Well, I read about that, and she said that it was kind of a, you know, Everybody was kind of dissing on them about their celebrations and stuff like that after scoring. So she was kind of like, oh, let me just kind of throw it up there and do a little mm. a tea sipping for the English people Ooh, with their pinky way up there. I haven't noticed in their scoring celebrations. Did you watch all the games? Or? Not all of the games. Uh, as many as I could. A good handful, I would say. Obviously, she doesn't play soccer anymore. She lost her passion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's all behind me now. I've lost your muchness. <laughs> Trying to be a nicer person now. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the three captains are all uh, cancers. Who's the third captain? Lloyd. Lloyd is, I think, the primary. I think uh, uh, Rapino and Morgan are the uh, uh, alternate captains. I didn't know that. Even though Lloyd only played in the last, you know, four minutes or so. But Lloyd, I heard, won the like women's best soccer player of the universe or some kind of crazy award for Just like maybe. multiple years. Well, the and so yeah. that's why she <laughs> was the first to hoist the trophy as well. Oh. I only watched like the last part. I don't know anybody. I didn't see the celebration. <laughs> Lloyd was one during the Olympics. Lloyd, I think she got a hat trick. I don't know. She was on fire in the Olympics. I think you're right. She got she kicked the ball from like midfield and yeah. just right over the goalie side and just popped in there. Nice. You know, yeah, it, I didn't realize that she wasn't even playing the whole game until uh, one of the first games I watched. And she came in just in the end, but I know she's a little older. Well, I think what they do is I think they usually leave one of the stars out. Like there's a game that Morgan set out. And I think sometimes they leave them out so they can bring them in mm. later Just on. Just in case. Because you only get three subs, I think, during a game. So you want to have one of your stars still. Sure, in the wings. Sub. Yeah, yeah and, and waiting in the wings and stuff like that. I don't know all the logic kind of stuff. But. So, but doesn't that kind of counter? You're saying <clears throat> that, like, um, the bitch signs are really good and gravitate towards sports. 
if all three captains are cancer? Well, they, they, yes. Uh, yes. That, yes. You're right. Uh, they stand out in sports. Okay. Do they stand out in individual sports more so than team sports? I wonder because like cancer is supposed to be all about like family and stuff like that. So I wonder if like on a team, if they're trying to be like more well, in a unit. I don't know. Um, a place actually, I did a little study like the top goalies of, of soccer, like men's soccer. Most of them are in your, your bitch category. Scorpios. Uh, by the way, the the, the, the if you guys haven't listened to podcasts before. Uh, uh, the crazies are the Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn. The bitches are the Taurus, Leos, Scorpios, Aquarius. And the geeks are the Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. Uh, I was looking at the list. You know JP? Yeah. yeah. JP Morgan? Uh, uh, Makeley. <laughs> JP Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you she's a fun and dumb one. So Melissa and I are just going to have a little conversation here. We're going to try to ignore Rodney. <laughs> I'll just sit over here going, okay, let me look up a joke for next week. Did you say which category Capricorn was in, though? The, the crazies. Oh, oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> you know Trevor's listening. Oh yeah, Oops. he will he totally to agree with me. And Trevor, you don't listen, man. Watch, I mean, she's a bitch. <laughs> Something you should have thought about a couple years. Trevor, ago. <laughs> he will also agree with that. <laughs> yeah, how's that skirt doing? <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Oh my god! So anyway, he got married in a skirt. It was a kilt. Same thing. <laughs> not the same thing. That's so not the same thing. <laughs> Melissa just got married. Yeah. About a year ago, uh, so right? for all September. the Scottish fans, ignore Jim. Please don't kill him. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Melissa got married in uh, last September, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Trevor was wearing one of those kilts, mm-hmm. kind of a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'll let him have the debate with you. But uh, I, let's I just leave that alone and move him along. <laughs> so you never come back again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice knowing you, Melissa. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, JP, I was, I was talking to him about uh, personalities and astrology and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I want to organize a team as an experiment yeah. to put the, the perfect team that everyone's compatible with. And I was talking about how – so I started doing some research because I'm a geek. That's what I do. And I say, okay, well, what positions are best? My little theory is going back to the cancer thing, Ronnie, is that you, – you are you just, really looking up more jokes? No, sir. I'm looking up stuff. We got to keep an eye around you. Ah, oh, oh. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you look quick, Russell. <laughs> yeah, forget about that one. Um, yeah, so uh, I talked to him. But I went into research trying to figure out, okay, my theory is the cancers, uh, they're all the, the on the women's team, uh, the captains, they're all the forwards. And I always think that the forwards are probably more of the showboats, which would be good for the cancers, the crazy people, the fun people, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and it turns well, out – Well, let's and be real. That Megan, Megan girl, total, like, I kind of like her. You know, yeah, she's great. Penal. Yeah, she's yeah. like just boom, bitch. Here I am, and yeah. I freaking love that. Like as soon as I, I don't know how or why or what I read about her. Uh, Dave and I were going out to dinner one night, and all of a sudden I was like, "What's the soccer crap all about?" And she's all like, just in your face, and I like her. Well, she's a that's a whole team. That's, that's a really amazing team they have there. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about someone was saying it's like, "Oh, she's not that good." It's like, well, you know, the whole team is good. They all take turns like scoring. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Okay, yeah, but she totally kicked ass with scoring too. Like well, this did she was, not this score was, like this was her World Cup. I mean, she, she this was her this is her time to shine. Yeah, but um, no, but I was looking at but I was doing trying to do research because I had a, I have a little theory in my head. I haven't proved it out yet. I haven't researched it yet. But I think that people like I was saying football. Maybe the receivers are probably more like the the cancers, the crazy type people. Uh, but the goalies, 
I try to look, I get, get a list of the best goalies in soccer. Is is like you're saying, like the the bitch sign, the bitch sign, the bitch sign, the bitch sign, the bitch sign. Like most of them, and in a sense, the goalies a little bit of a captain because they're they're the, they're in the back so they can see the whole field. And they, a good goalie is going to tell you where to go. True. And and and, and, and most will go bypass them and just tell me where to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually not in the soccer field. It's usually like wait for bullet, <laughs> this fiery place. <laughs> But yeah, so the goalies we stand out though. But captains yeah. on sports teams they stand out. I, it, Ryan, you're talking about like team sports and stuff like that. Yeah, remember John Mackerel, the tennis player? Yes. Uh, he's in don't that. say he's a Scorpio. No, he's a tourist. I think. Oh, okay, he's makes in, sense. He's still in your category. Oh well, he's your, <laughs> damn. He, he's on the he's on the extreme side. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, but you got like Tom Brady or Matt Stafford. They're on the better side. They're okay. both in the same category too. I'm trying to think, Tom Brady's a Leo. I can't remember that. What's well, Stevie again? Stevie what? Taurus. Stevie Eisman is a Taurus. Mm. Yeah. It's the same in the bitch category and all that kind of stuff. So I accept it. What else do I want to say go. about you, bitch? Embrace your bitchiness. <laughs> did I, I always... describe you right? What do you mean? As a bitch? What? <laughs> yes, yes, you did. Okay, you're a little bit too excited about that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm also a very nice person. Well, that, that's the thing. I was talking in soccer field where the bitch really stood out. But then you see the bar. I mean, it's like, oh my God. Like, but that's, mm-hmm. I think that this is a good like a good example of somebody who like when you say somebody is like, you know, a bitch, it's not saying like you're a bad person. Like you're just – it's like, no, your bitchiness needs to – just means like strength in certain circumstances. A strong, like a strong woman. Yeah. yeah so strong. I mean I – that's why I'm always like embrace that shit. Yeah. yeah. We call Ronnie just crazy. Just like I totally embrace my crazy. Yeah. I call Ronnie crazy. It's like crazy is fun. Yeah, you know, that's why they make it the crazy bitch. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, there's not too much fun about geeks. Except we're smart, yay. Yeah, wow. but who else would we go to to fix our computers? Come on, how fun is that? Yeah, there's a lot of great things. <laughs> geeks and yeah, hands. Can you lives. fix my phone? Thanks, you guys. That's why I invite you along here. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fun. I so. did bring my computer, by the way. I was <laughs> <laughs> I've got some kind of a crazy virus. <laughs> Anyway, um, we were talking. So, uh, so <laughs> that's that's most of the stories. That's her little back thing. We're going to talk about something she has nothing. She knows nothing about at all. All right. Uh, so we're. Gonna, I don't think you do. So we're, we've been talking about this uh, dialect. The call it is with L L at the end. Sure. Unless I'm you're wrong. I'm just going to call you up, Ronnie. Dialectic. Look at your book cover. Oh hey, look at it. It says di- dialectical. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Say, I, I pulled my earphone because it's something sounded like an apology there, kind of. <laughs> Somebody's hearing things. Uh, dialectical behavior therapy, which is a thing for uh, – uh, oh, yeah. So the, the course is created for actually uh, uh, – for people that are actually suicidal and uh, by, by largely because of their – we always say like the emotional regulation type stuff. We talk about the emotional. And one of the podcasts, you said something that was brilliant. Where Go figure, right? Yeah, the fun and <laughs> dumb like, ones does something uh, smart. <laughs> if, if you pay attention, it, those things come firing out like that. <laughs> no, Woo. so we always, if you look at some of the documentation, it says for people, it's about regulating your emotions. That's what they say it is. But the course is actually developed more like what Ronnie was saying. She's like, it's, it's like, no, don't put on me. It's like the people can't deal with this, this crap. You know, the, 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 the uh, I don't like to say the whole emotional type stuff. It makes it sounds kind of horrible. I, I, I found a better word, alert. Uh, so, so they say that uh, some people, like babies, some babies are like born more alert than others. They did this little test where they tickle them with a feather in the nose. And some kids are like, what the hell is that? And the other kids are like, ah, you know, they just react to it. So they say some people are just born a little bit more sensitive. 
Ronnie is very intuitive. I mean, she's very alert to a lot of things, you know, and she's really a lot dead on with most things and stuff like that. And what that does is, Ronnie says that how how people react to you. Uh, one of the big things in this course is about validation. Validation. Mm-hmm. And so, if you have someone that's super alert, uh, and, you know, they react to something, you say, "Ah, that's not really happening. Yeah, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about." You know, or, or you're overreacting or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they're not necessarily reacting. They're just more alert. And I had an incident like that happen this morning, actually. So I'm going to talk about another one, me and Erica's fights. <laughs> Sorry, Erica, Erica. Erica loves it when I do this. Thing. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had a little rough morning this morning. But uh, uh, I had a job interview this morning. So I'm trying to rush out. And I was up to like 1 o'clock last night doing some logistics type stuff, moving cars around and finishing up my garden running. Not that I'm bitter. But <laughs> my garden still needs help. You should have come over at one o'clock and been working on it. I'd have driven you around this today. But uh, but yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm rushing out there, and, and it takes my soccer day. And I look for my soccer clothes, and it's like, here, the laundry's done, but where's my soccer clothes at? But it turned Ooh. out that that part wasn't done. It was in a basket. So I, I threw my the laundry basket downstairs, and uh, oh, I said, bitch. Get in there and do my laundry. <laughs> Here's me already going, oh, right. dude. No, but well, Eric, Don't you tell somebody. Well, the thing you is, don't know Eric, how to work the washing machine? Well, the thing is, Erica's such a sweet wife. I mean, she, she, Erica's like the dream wife. You know, uh-huh. she, she, I mean, she's really cool. So her thing is like, oh, I must do laundry. Now, Erica's really busy as hell with work. I mean, she works her butt off. But she still has like natural thing that she just wants to take care of me. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, so she she took my clothes and threw them in the washer and started it. And I was like, "Did you throw my clothes in there?" She goes, "Yeah." What if, it's like well, I I have to go right now. I need them right now. I can take them dirty. It's like I just need my shorts and stuff. She goes, "Without what, what?" And then she started getting lived with me. Oh. This is kind of what this I, whole quite course, honestly, I don't blame her, but go ahead. Well, well, the, the thing was is like I didn't really say anything at all. As you know, cause I was like, "Did you throw my clothes?" Is like, "Where's my clothes?" She goes, "Well, in the washing machine." I was like, "Why do I need them right now?" She goes, "Well, they're wet right now." And then she got pissed off you know, like a little bit. I should say pissed, but she edgy. Was like, yeah, yeah. She was going through the extreme emotions because of uh, well, she's busy with work. She's being defensive because she's doing a nice for thing. For real, right? That's what the Trying to do a nice thing so and having bad. it like, yeah. like, I'm trying to help you out and you're going to be like, yeah. Well, I messed it up. Well, I talked about like the being very alert. And then you feel bad about it because like, damn, if you'd have told me, I wouldn't have put him in there. And then you put her in a bad spot. Yeah. God, Jimmy. What the hell? It's kind of a jerk move, dude. I hope Erica's listening. We're on your side, Erica. I know. I'd have been like, how about you just go buy some other shorts? How about that? You've Maybe you had After a week. Okay, I didn't want her to do for, anything. For, a real, for real, though, he, you play soccer every Monday. You had a week to do your own laundry. Okay. That's true. That's disgusting if it was sitting there. Yeah. So, okay. And then to say you could wear yeah, them again that, that dirty. Okay. <laughs> so he could wear them that dirty. They've been sitting all mildewy, stanky Sick. for a week. Melissa saw me play the soccer. Only, she knows how to sweat out there and all. Yeah, that's what she yells at me. Jimmy, stop running. That's true. I'm playing defense with this smelly guy. This is my teammate. <laughs> Who let this guy in the team? Anyways, <laughs> I saw about alert. So um, I actually didn't. I, I was like, you know, I was, I was in a rush because I, I, I think people seem like, uh, you know, when I'm rushing. I think Erica picked up on God bless her. She, she, and she's trying to do the thing to help me out. 
And but she did something I didn't quite want her to do. I actually threw the things on her. I was gonna go down and pick the clothes up. That's in my mind. And when I heard she put them in the laundry, I was like, Oh. And I didn't say anything to her, but you know, the the whole alert type stuff. Yeah, you know, I think she picked up that I was a little bit agitated and she reacted to it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, she got a little bit upset, thinking that I was mad at her. And I wasn't mad at her at all. I mean, she, she, she's not to blame at all. You know, but, you know, she almost like started yelling at me. It's like, Jimmy, I'm so busy. And God bless Erica. She always tells me what she's like a little bit on edge and stuff like that. She, she, she tells me, so she goes, Jimmy, I'm really stressed out right now for something or another. And so she tells me about this stuff. And I was, I'm trying to use my DPT skills. Like, okay, don't yell back at her. <laughs> you bitch, why do you put it in the laundry? <laughs> oh, seriously? Okay, let's just go through the woman side. If my husband yelled at me for doing his laundry, do oh, mm-mm. Oh, no, I didn't do it. That would probably be the end of every garment he owned. I'd be like, really? You you don't want me to do your laundry? Okay. I didn't. Well, here's the thing. is like I didn't yell at her, but I think she can see the reaction in my face in, <laughs> in her mind, even though I didn't say anything. And I wasn't actually really upset. I was just like, oh, crap. It's like I'm running late. So I think she saw it, and she kind of like reacted a little bit more extreme. Than... Because she feels bad. Yeah. And she yeah, feels like she real. messed it up yeah. when she wasn't trying to. Yeah. She was trying to be helpful. Yes. And she can't read your mind, Jim. Why didn't yeah. you just tell her? But it would have been – but thank God I studied this DBT <laughs> stuff so much because if I was a lesser person, what I would do is once you know, she fired off at me, I would have like yelled back at her. Right. And then we would have had a big, huge mess right. of a, a fight. And then you know, that's the big thing about these things. It's like how these fights start and stuff like that. It's like someone has to say, calm down. So we got past that little thing, thank God. But then I drove down the street a mile. Here I'm trying to rush to my, my, my interview. Now I'm a little bit late because I'm scrambling to get you – know, I, I also had to load up off laundry up. <laughs> I had to load up off Ronnie's – uh, tools. Tools that brought. She said, Jimmy, can I do a chainsaw? <laughs> Which came back to us later on. <laughs> came back to haunt us later on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, somehow or another, I love all these tools. So I hear him rushing true. out of there. I, I get to the, the, I start driving to my appointment mm-hmm. in my interview. I get a mile down the road and stop at light and no one goes. When the light turns green, no one goes again. No one goes again. It's like, what the hell's going on here? And uh, I, I say, I don't have time for this. So I kind of turn and go around the corner to take a different. Turns out the road's under construction. No way. You notice that Michigan has construction? Every <laughs> single street. I haven't seen it yet. Really? Oh, my God. Are you sure? <laughs> Somebody doesn't go outside ever. Yeah, so uh, we're talking about – today we've been talking about this like – we're talking about running. We're talking about – DBT? Uh, I don't know. I yeah, DBT, but we're, DBT. we're talking about one lesson in particular. Uh, the um, – the dist- uh, what? Yeah, Distracting? Distress tolerance handout? Yeah, distraction. Distraction. Yeah, yes. We're, we're Wise about, mind accepts. Yeah, we're talking about distraction. So here I'm at this stoplight, a little bit getting agitated. It's like it could have been really easy to get really agitated. And I'm thinking to myself, I got to practice my little DBT type skills and try to relax and not think about it. And I'm trying to think of like distraction techniques I can use to get my mind off the stupid light that no one's going past and stuff like that to keep myself from – because I'm already on the edge. Now, I'm the really emotional one because, you know, I'm running late to my interview. So <laughs> I turn right and take a long way to go around this thing. Start relaxing. I see this one traffic light, and I kind of like go through one's yellow. And it turns out there's a nice police officer right behind me. <laughs> 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 Talking about the emotions going through the roof again, it's like, no freaking way. <laughs> just want a job. I just want to get to the interview. <laughs> and this, this, this cop on a motorcycle, which I really get pulled by a motorcycle, he comes up and he goes, hey, uh, why did you go through that light so quickly like that, buddy? And I was like, 
was like, I'm sorry. A cryptid interview. <laughs> and uh, this, this guy calls, oh, okay, go ahead. I was like, wow. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you, you can go. It's like, like, drive like, away? What? Because, yeah, go to the interview. I was like, oh, God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, really nice. You know, cops can actually be really nice. And uh, this guy's Oakland County cop. Uh, I didn't get his name or anything like that, but he's super nice. And, a county cop even. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, a county Huh. We're gonna say they're all dicks. <laughs> Aren't they usually the nicer ones? I don't know. Depends. But, but it is nice. It, 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 I think that it it depends. It's the beginning of the month too, so their quotas are not. That is true. That may have worked in your favor. Yeah, <laughs> I think you can honestly see that. I was like actually a little bit stressed out, dressed up a little bit nicer. I think I think he actually believed me. So he's, he's a nice guy. And actually, if you want to go to like a talk about Rapino, uh, one of the big issues she's having is because she's taking the knee for the like Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah. she took the knee? I didn't know that. She, she did. Not, 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 she not, did not, not put her hand on the chest, right? Is that what it was? No. No? I, completely. Okay. No, yeah. She did take the knee for a while, um, but I, my understanding is that they told her she had to stand. But I believe that she did not put her hand on her heart or like some somewhere or another she did not – cooperate and do the same thing as everybody else okay. on the team. Mm-hmm. That's my understanding. I could be completely off base, but yeah. that's what I it think. It looked fine to me, but, but, but the thing is, that's, that's all about the Black Lives Matter type stuff where the, yeah. the cops, the black African American black people feel like they're getting abused by cops and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So this kind of situation where they say, look, if I was black, you know, and a cop pulled me over, I'd be getting a ticket. Right? So in this case, the cop was actually black. <laughs> and he's like, go ahead, buddy. <laughs> no, I mean, he's just, I mean, you shouldn't look at race in that kind of stuff situation, but I thought yeah. it's kind of, at this time, stuff like that's like, you know, they like it. That's a positive story, though. It's worth sharing for no, sure because th- of that, especially, I feel like. Yeah, and that's why I think, you know, I like, we like good cops. Everyone likes good cops. And <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's like the cops that just want to give out tickets. It's like, that's where things go. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, well, I used to know a cop who, um, there was some, if he was in a good mood, everybody got away. If he was in a bad mood or if it was raining, he was always like, if I have to get out of my car in the rain, someone's getting a ticket. And then it also depended on how the uh, the, the perpetrator uh, responded to getting pulled over. If they were a complete ass, he'd be like, hey, pick a number, one to five and uh, three. Okay, I'll be right back with your three tickets. So oh, always wow. pick one. Always pick one. Okay. <laughs> if a cop ever asked you that, say one. Wow. Yeah, he was uh, – he was always proud of the fact he's like, you know, there's good cop, good cop, bad cop, and dick cop. I'm the dick cop. And I'm like, yeah. Dick. Bye. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's kind of kind of scary when you think about it, like just kind of, you know, who's kind of watching? So, Big brother. So I was telling these stories because it kind of pertains to the stuff we're talking about, you know, all these emotional situations which we all go through. This course is developed for some people that have, you know, are to the extreme, but everyone goes through it at some point or another. Yeah. But it's not always to the extreme. You know, are you guys fighting yet? I mean, we, <laughs> oh, no, no, from, from the beginning, <laughs> even before we got married, <laughs> yes, that's one of the things that I think that we celebrate almost, you know, because oh, we're able those. to. Oh, he well, li- no, not like he we likes take a getting fight. yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I know he's already like, this is seriously what they're encouraging her. <laughs> but we've always. Trevor, she's a bitch. Get used to it. This is what you like. Well, that's, he, that's how we got to know each other because I was in a relationship when we met and we were opening a restaurant together as. Uh, on the same level as uh, trainers in a different state. So not our home states. There was no like 
you know, it was equal grounding, but I immediately got on his case about everything because he thought being a bartender, he was better than all the servers. And oh, I that's very what the, quickly, that's what those crazy cake people think all the time. Nice. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. See, I need you. You're yeah. supposed to be her and like running, like not me. Well, <laughs> I will luck. when she's wrong, but Ha-ha. she wasn't. <laughs> I'm standing behind her going, ha-ha. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I'm right now. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, uh, yes, we fight and it usually goes well. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think there's a difference between fighting and having like a, a, a discussion where there's actually a positive outcome. What's mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for there? Like constructive kind of yeah. – you know, discussion where yeah. it's like, you know what, this is kind of bothering me. It sounds like the way that you and you and Erica have discussions. Like this is kind of bothering me, and you talk it out, and you're like, okay, well, I see where there's room for improvement, and move on from there. Don't go snarling your lip at oh, me, no, no, no. Derbyshire. I'll kick your ass across the Remember table. Remember, I said she's very alert all the time. And I actually was snarling, but no, yeah, I totally saw, like he's doing the whole Elvis thing. His lips like going up and everything. Like what the hell? It was a compliment. Totally I'm pretty positive. sure. You just, <laughs> thank you. No, yeah, I'm bad. thank you. See, you're welcome. Look at her now. Give her a look. Yeah. Hey. Everybody's smiling. <laughs> Everything's okay here, folks. We're doing good. See, that's what we need this, this, this little bitch in between us to keep us. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to start throwing stuff at him. Okay, break it up like the referee. <laughs> I, I accept that. Don't piss me off, guys. Don't piss me <laughs> off. Mom. Actually, your, actually, your category is fantastic for management. Go and get a management job someplace. Well, I tried it. It was Get one at a bigger thing than a restaurant where you get paid a lot more money. Yeah. Well, that would make everything better. And the presidents, pres- most presidents are the great presidents. In your category, so. I did read your list. That's pretty. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. You guys are pretty impressive because you can be, because you guys can be like funnish. You can be smartish. You know, so uh, no matter what, you're always bitchy. Sorry, <laughs> ish, ish. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's all you. <laughs> I got geek oh, covered. My. She got crazy covered. <laughs> you got bitch covered. Oh, right. That's fair. <laughs> But but you know, the thing about it, you guys are beautiful people because you can do pretty much anything. Like yeah. you can start your own business pretty much, and you're also very driven people too. Like with me, like we had to. Uh, if I want to have a business, I need running. I need because I don't have the social skills. Like I have the smarts. She has the you know. At the brain, she's got the body. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> somewhere underneath all the rest of this, there's the body. But you got you got a little bit of both, but you have also the drive. And actually, the, my only complaint about uh, Scorpios <laughs> is, is that I love them, but it's really hard to do things with you guys because I think you guys have such scheduled people, and you can I don't know, you just so focus on your own little thing, and it's a little bit more challenging. Yeah, you know, self-centered for sure. <laughs> I don't call it self-centered, but you're just, just you know, dri- driven, driven, yeah. just driven. Huh. What? Danielle's a Scorpio. Yeah, she is. Huh. Just thought of that. Who's Danielle? And scene. Um, okay. Danielle just complain <laughs> about me not listening to you. I <laughs> just, wait, what? She's what? <laughs> no, uh, my best friend. Okay. She lives in Phoenix. <clears throat> my best friend who lives in Phoenix. My best female friend. Okay. But she lives super far away, and I never see her, so um, Jim's really my only friend. <laughs> And best. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> and by, I'm also the worst friend too. But. <laughs> is this true? Wait, what? So we, we talked about this DBT. And we did the, we're, we've been covering this, this one module. DBT uh, is like a, dealing with these kind of situations, emotional regulations and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. She got you. Ha-ha. <laughs> Damn, I thought about that thing. That's way for the bell so I can think about <laughs> that stuff again. Uh, he said it again. No, I said, oh. 
Um, the DBT breaks itself down to four different modules. One's got distress tolerance we've been talking about for the past two episodes. Hopefully, we can wrap it up on this one for this chapter. We've been talking about one chapter of this long course. The course wow. is like an eight-month course. Oh. I think that we should put a link for the book on the website. I'm not sure if we can do that legally. Why so not? I, if I, I we did, give I, them – if we give proper credit, why not? Because that's how they make the money. No, actually, no, no. Actually, They're not, They don't actually, charge for this actually, book. Actually, your book, I bet it's not written by Marsha. It's based on the book written by Marsha. This book is written by Marsha. Uh, but this – yeah, it says right here. What does it say? By Marsha Linehan. That whole book's by her? That's right. But this one I know is not. So I think that if you you post this one – but this one, like, I don't doubt that there's probably a copy out there. Well, if you guys are wanting to go through, like, the material itself, it's – I mean, I would definitely look into some copyright kind of Are you the one who's being an English person? Why don't you look up for us? Why don't you start contributing a little bit more stuff? <laughs> <laughs> homework has been assigned. You can't I'm... even do your own laundry, okay? <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Ouch! Woo! Yes, up here. Okay. I, I take Ronnie's little fingers. I can't take yours. Can't leave me hanging. No, no, it's a little bitchy one. <laughs> I got myself. <laughs> you told me to embrace it. That was a good one. That was, that was a good one. I like it. Uh, so this DBT is broken down to four modules. Uh, one's distress tolerance. So we've been copying. Uh, copy. I just read a word. Coping. Uh, four modules. Distress tolerance, mindfulness, emotional regulations, interpersonal effectiveness. That's pretty damn good. That's like that was two, really three simple good. words. Yeah. <laughs> I am impressed. Back to back. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we've been talking about distress tolerance. We already covered two parts of it. We're trying to finish up the last part of this one chapter. There's a second chapter, like advanced distress tolerance skills. And I think we might want to take a break between from DBT next week. Probably. Just to get make it different. Yes. Later, so you guys aren't bitching at me and looking at me like, what you guys do right now? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking, talking about. about. <laughs> We're talking about Melissa next week. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, you're coming on the show next week, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, we, we talked about some unhealthy things. When uh, Stress tolerance is like uh, when you have the reaction happening, like you're at the stupid stoplight. And and you your emotions are hitting that level five. Uh, we talk about uh, I didn't catch Melissa up a little bit. Uh, so we talk about like we actually use driving as an example. It's a great example for someone frustrating you, yeah, situations, think, yeah. especially yes. in Michigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you think about your emotions, your emotions there's a scale of one to five. You know, if someone cuts you off and you almost hit the barrier. Mm-hmm. You go from a one to five really quickly. And and then the thing is trying. Then when you start driving, you're probably dropped down to like maybe a three. So you're a little bit more alert. You need a little bit more edgy. And if someone else cuts you off. It does not take long at all to get to that five again. So, and if you're someone that, you know, me, I was already at like a, actually it wasn't because we didn't argue with Eric. It's just, it just like a situation. But I was already at a three because I'm running a little bit late for my, my interview. So I'm already running on edge. Mm-hmm. So I hit this stupid stoplight. Now I go back up to that five, then I drop down to a four, and I get the cop come up behind me. And thank God the cop was like a good, oh a very nice cop. And, you know, but, but that could have been a situation if I wasn't. Actually, I was thinking about this whole thing, the DBT the whole time. Actually, I was actually listening to our podcast about DBT. <laughs> I was like, I got to keep myself under control. I got I to I have an interview. I got to look sane. I can't be – I, <laughs> I, I got to at least look sane. I can't be at level three or four. And then, <laughs> so I get pulled by a cop again. I was like, okay, de-escalate, de-escalate. But that cop was a dick, man. It was like 
Yeah, yeah, that could have totally ruined your day. You know, I could have been that white boy being beat up by the <laughs> Just trying to take it around a little bit. If, Get out of the car, sir. Yeah. So, so anyway, so distress tolerance is basically coping skills when you hit these little types of high things. It's not just a situational event. It could be like you have a whole day of all these reactions, or or a whole, you know, a whole, you know. Month or week or lifetime of, of these things, like how do you cure stuff? That's down? how PTSD happens. Is is the constant um, onslaught of negativity, and then you know you just get so used to that that you're just always amped. You're always at the three or four or five, and you can't ever come down. So that's yeah. that's the beginning. Yeah, of PTSD. And one of the, one of the big things about just life in general is like a one thing you know. Th- the sad thing about this kind of course is it's designed for the people that have PTSD. But my thing is that what Ryan and I are trying to do is, is uh, I want to do a class. You know, to me, it's like everyone should be in the same class because you know if you have someone like uh, like Erica, I know she's on edge, right? So um, let's, let's say my day. I'm going to blame Erica for starters, right? <laughs> she, she, she lost it first. I want to say right. So. Let's suppose that she, let's suppose that she's idea. a crazy one. Let's say that she's the one that has PTSD, right? When she got you know because she's on edge because she's already working so hard and stuff like that, and she did something tried to be something nice to me, it kind of backfired a little bit. It was no fault of her own, but but she picked, but she got really agitated, right? I had a choice at that point. So yes, on her side, Erica, take the class so you don't get so agitated with me, right? You work on your skills. But on the same note, though, I need to work on my skills. So no one likes being yelled at. And that's where you yell back at the other person. And, Especially and, when somebody's trying to do something nice. And then it's like, uh, yeah. Hey, uh-oh. Yeah, you get, you get this big misconception. So it's, it's like, to me, it's like everyone, we, I, we want this thing to be taught in classes. Everyone should do these kinds of things, mm-hmm. really, basically. Thank you. It applies to everyone. I mean, just, we're all crazy. You know, we're all crazy normally. I'm not crazy. It's a, this is our theme song. <laughs> this is your theme song? <laughs> Do you know that song? No. Oh, hello. <laughs> let, let me help you out. <laughs> well, Ronnie cues that one up. So, we're, so, so we've been talking about, by the way, DBT is like an eight-month course or whatever it is. And on top of that, it's, it's an amazing class. I think everybody yeah. – I said in the beginning, I think that it should be taught in high schools across the country just to help people figure out how to better deal with other people and with themselves. And with their minds, because a lot of people's minds just like they don't stop, and that's where you really get into trouble. And it's, it's not just the class itself, because it sounds like you have to couple it with therapy. I mean, the people that have like PTSD and stuff like that, you have to couple it with therapy, and there's a whole bunch of different aspects with that too. But you know, the class by itself is really good, and a lot of people can learn it. I did not take class; I just read the books. So and listens to me. Yeah, trust me. I listen to her. <laughs> It doesn't give me a choice. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we're talking about the difference between like the geek science and uh, uh, the, the, the. We're talking about the difference between the, the science. Me and Erica, we have like nice logical arguments. That's how we argue. We, we kind of discuss it. Like, I tell you about this our show with me and Elizabeth versus me and Ronnie. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, me and Elizabeth more like a discussion, and Ronnie just like, blah, 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 and she's chimed in. What did I do? When we're talking about the religion show, like, he's chiming in all these little things. Oh. Ronnie has a lot, a lot more. My little witticisms. Ronnie has like a lot more. My pa- little Ronicisms. Ronnie has a lot more passion. The problem is like when me and Ronnie fight, <laughs> it's not like the way me and Erica fight. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets kind of loud. Let's play the song. Did you say I'm crazy? <laughs> Why don't you talk about it? I go, no, 
You don't know the song? This is the song? No, it sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> not, not for me. Oh, it's fine. Oh, he comes to the thing. Okay. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> that's so Stop. bad. This is the music I listen to when growing up. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm not crazy. You're the one that's crazy. Mike, You're Mike. driving me crazy. I just wanted a Pepsi. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a totally 80s type music. That's definitely garage band. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. It's punk. It's fun. Yeah, Back in the day. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so we, we talked about. I played uh, soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I express my anger that way. <laughs> yes, she does. Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're covering this one module. Uh, and uh, the thing is, like, uh, when your emotions are, rain, are racing, you got to figure out a way to, one, distract yourself from the issue. Does this jackass running in front of you taking your soccer ball away from you? <laughs> you can't always yell their name. <laughs> Actually, well, it wasn't one of the options screaming. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about the, the coping skills. One is the distraction. That's a big one we've been covering. Just bad distraction techniques, which are like the, uh, you know, well, suicide, we're talking about that one. But, but the, the, the bad ones, like ruminate about things, mm. worry about it, isolate yourself. You know, we, we're not going to go for all of them. There's some bad things that are destructive to your health and, and to everything else. Um, to overcome their emotions. Some of the better ones is, yeah, yell. Actually, yell, Jimmy. That's actually a, a good thing to do. You know, don't, don't, don't tear into me like you're about to kill me or something like that. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, if you're really stressed out, sometimes it's like good to yell someplace where no one can hear, maybe in a pillow or something like that. You know, but it says like snap a rubber band on your wrist, dig your fingers, fingernails into your arm without breaking the skin, draw faces of people you hate on balloons and pop them. Yeah. Write letters to people you hate. Or people have hurt you, tell them what they did to you and tell them why you hate them. Then throw the letters away or save them to read later. Um, hold an ice cube in one hand and squeeze it. Um, stick pins in a voodoo doll. Oh, that doll. sounds not so good. Well, it's, well you're not hurting someone. It's better yeah, than but taking pins. You should see when Ryan did someone, one of her ex-boyfriends when she's sticking the pins into him. <laughs> oh, he kind of liked it. But anyway. Hey, Bob, why don't you come over here so I can stick the pins into you? How about this knife? He ran into my knife 10 times. <laughs> That's not true. I never uh, – yeah. Bob is still alive. He doesn't have arms and legs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Threw him in the ocean. What's his name now? <laughs> Yeah, Bob scream as loud as you can into a pillow or scream someplace where you, you won't draw before? the attention of other people. Right. What do you call a guy with no arms, no legs when you throw him in the ocean? Bob. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, yeah. Okay. So there's a bunch of stuff to, you know. You all cop, Melissa? Am I what? Y'all cop now? <laughs> I think so. And then, and then it says other – you know, better things to do is like cook your favorite dish, try a recipe you never tried before, go out for something to eat, go play something you can do by yourself if no one else is around, like basketball, bowling, handball, miniature golf, billiards, hit a tennis ball, eat some chocolate, go get a haircut, which don't ever get a haircut mm. when you're all pissed off because, you know, the first thing you can be like, cut this shit off. And then you be like, <laughs> oh, no, what I do to my head? Uh, exercise is a really big one. No one does it. But you should. Yeah. <laughs> I used to for sure. Jog, ride your bike, go for a swim, go hiking. How, how, do you deal with, how do you deal with stress? Me? Yeah. Now? Hmm. 
I got married. I got married. Yeah. So all my stress is relieved. (laughs) (laughs) I I do think actually though exercise is probably the best way because instead of needing, you know, an energy drink or something else to kind of give you the fuel, you have it and you expend that energy so that afterwards you feel relieved no matter Mm -hmm. what. No matter what, you always feel better. Well, and you've got dogs. So you probably walk your dogs, right? Yes, definitely. Which you said you had a husky, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of work right there. He is a ton of work. Like, holy crap, brushing a husky, that's (laughs) like an exercise in and of itself. (laughs) Mine's only half husky. I think that will elevate elevate your stress level. For real. Did you ever go with me to, to give Poppy a bath yet? I got a picture of you doing one. It's, oh yeah, when she was a baby. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite pictures. She was like a teeny tiny. She was only. She was. She wasn't even mine yet. She was still a foster dog. Oh. She was only like four months old, three or four months oh, old. Man. But now I take her to uh, Scrubbers over there on Woodward. And uh, <laughs> I was just putting that out there. Um, and seriously, it's like cleaning out the drain like five times during the middle of a bath because there's so much fur coming off. And you're like, come on, you're going to be bald. She's never bald. I don't get it. I don't know where it comes from. So the thing with these distraction things, the, the thing you're supposed to do is, you know, if, if you have an emotional thing, keep in mind, it could be like a reacting really quickly. Like this morning I had to deal with like Erica, for example, you know. Doing uh, your laundry. My God. <laughs> but, How but, but, dare but, but, but my, but my my In that situation, I need to find a way to get my emotions down really quickly. Because uh, I, I, I was already running at four just because I was running late. And then I, you know, I had that trigger. And I had to find a way to distract myself. So sometimes the distraction is about on the spot. But there's other times like, you know, if you're going through a really hard time or something like that for like, you know, people lose a job, whatever it is, and they don't have a job for a long time to get depressed. You know, or if, they're, if you're in a bad relationship, you know, you get depressed. So it's a long time. You need to find ways to distract yourself a little bit more long-term type of stuff. Right. And some of those ways include doing something for someone else. And I always encourage going and volunteering at animal shelters. Yeah. It's like because, first of all, you're you're too busy to sit there and ruminate and think about like, oh, God, my life sucks. I don't have a job because, I mean, that's totally my life right now. But you volunteer at the shelter and you're like, I am too busy to sit around thinking like I don't have a job. I got to find a job because there's 50, 60 cat cages I have to clean. So Yes. So in this chapter of the distress tolerance, we, we talked about some things. We talked about things you shouldn't do. Um, but we, we gave it some, some quick things for on a spot type stuff like use ice. By the way, if you ever get really stressed out in a moment. On the inside of your wrist. Right? Ice. Yeah, cold. Right Putting there. it on your wrist? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Sometimes just holding a cold – Ryan says holding a cold glass of water. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Why what it, it does is you have to focus on it. So it takes your mind oh, off of focusing yeah. on what's bothering you. I guess you can't just ignore that. Yeah. I believe yeah. it also releases the endorphins. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like like cutters. When they cut themselves, it releases endorphins. So then you get like the, the feel-good rush and you're like, ah, huh. Okay. Take but your same mind thing off. with like extreme cold where you're like, huh, okay. And it just takes your mind off of like how much your life sucks for a second. Yeah. Okay. But, but the cutting is, you know, is not regarded as being a good thing. Right. Uh, but but the uh, uh, the ice is something. Non-harmful. That, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really hurt at all. So we, we talked about that kind of stuff. We talked about some instant stuff. But this chapter in this book that we're going through, they talk about some more long-term stuff. You know, one thing, distract yourself from the self-destructing behaviors. They talk about – uh, distracting with pleasurable activities, and uh, <laughs> we can talk about that later on. Uh, but but then we uh, uh, we, we talked about uh, uh, distract by paying attention to someone else. Like what Ryan was talking about, she pays a lot of attention to not people but animals. Because nope. I don't yeah. like people so much. Yeah, some. So. Understandable. Uh, yeah. d- distract your thoughts. Um, 
Oh, this is kind of funny. I was reading this book here talking about distract your thoughts. They said um, um, it's pretty much impossible to force yourself to forget something or force yourself to take your mind off something. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Because when you're doing it, you're kind of forcing yourself to. I'm not going to think about this. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not thinking about it. Not thinking about it. It's like the whole time you're actually thinking about it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, so in, the, in this like one thing where it says distract your thoughts, it's like focus on something positive instead of your happiest memories and stuff. And, uh, uh, actually, I use our podcast a lot because, because like, uh, uh-huh. my, our podcast actually, I, I love, I love listening to Ronnie. Yeah. You know, she's just, I love her laugh. And stuff. My angelic laugh. <laughs> you do have a great radio voice. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. I got a face for radio. Oh my god, she, 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 she just said that, didn't she? I enunciated. <laughs> oh my god! Between Jim fixing my hair for the picture before the show, and thank you very much. You look pretty. Yeah, the good side of her is the side that I'm like cousin face. it. Jim, all of Jim's pictures of me, I'm cousin it. Uh, uh, one way to distract yourself is is by leaving the situation. You know, just if possible. Hopefully, it is. Um, but yeah, you need to distance yourself. Except, for, we, except like, when we try to leave Jimmy. I, I, actually, I'll that, find you. One time, I remember vividly when when Ronnie were going through a tough time. She's she, she's doing what she's supposed to. She's oh, trying I'm to walk so away. Pissed. I was like, Oof. but I'm like, don't you walk away from this. <laughs> <laughs> I find you. I, I, I do remember just kind of like doing the whole eyebrow thing, like, "Oh no, oh he's talking to me. You gotta be shitting me." The whole time mm-hmm. she she did, I was like, oh, "You actually listened, okay? You're, you're, you're lesson, not me, but the lesson." But yeah, you, you, sometimes you have to just remove yourself from a situation. Uh, they talk about distract yourself with tasks or chores. You know, clean uh, the house or do your laundry or husband's laundry. And if you're that, um, <laughs> if you're that upset that you finished cleaning your house, you can always come to my house. Yeah, if you want to do yard work, come to my house. And Ronnie's house. Yeah. Yes, you're both so generous. I know. Wow. Are you stressed yeah, out? Just yeah, just no, are you stressed out? <laughs> you don't have a lot of yard work to do, right? We've got big yards. Come on over. Uh, they, they talk about uh, drag yourself by counting. No, you know what? We want Trevor because he doesn't have a car right now. So <laughs> oh once God. we get him to the house, he can't leave. <laughs> uh, so, He's so, very well um, experienced with his Uber app, though. So, <laughs> yeah. so th- those are some of the distracting Note things to they self, have. Take his phone. They, so I, I, I just ripped off a whole bunch of categories. That Ryan probably has a lot more information. I just ripped off the categories of ways to distract yourself. So they say these are things you need to distract yourself by doing some of these things, and they give a whole ton of things, tons and tons. And the, like, the, the problem is they give you so much information. It's like how do you remember this stuff? Mm-hmm. Like here I'm at the stoplight. I read this book. I know this book pretty well. Here I'm at the stoplight with these people that just won't go through the light or go through the green light. And it, you know, I, my emotions were racing. It's like I need some distraction skills. And actually part of the book says have a plan. How so, to create your distraction plan. Like what What are your top things to do? Like what – I mean because there's – Did you there's, just do that on purpose or did you find that or I'm – I'm on top of my game there, buddy. Oh. Not just fun, but dumb, but yeah, so really I need, smart. So it's actually good. But look, thing. there's two pages of, of ideas of things to do instead of sitting and ruminating and, and thinking about your shit life. So you just write down, like, what what are good ideas for me to do when I get into a tense situation? And how can I actually relax and get away from this and get away from my own mind for just a, you know, just a little while? And then you think of it, you know, when you're in that situation. We calm down. Yeah, then you address the problem. <laughs> but they they have so much stuff there, and my notes my notes are actually relatively short on these. I just listed all the main topics. You can see my notes over here. 
So I just, oh. I just, I, she gets to cheat. I got in trouble like for how many weeks for trying to peek like, over. I like her long curly hair. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I didn't know I was cheating. It's so like it's like Charlie Brown. I like the girl. With Trevor, the, she meant the, it a different way. She meant it a different way. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not to the point yet. It's like high school. Oh my god! It's like um, Charlie Brown with the girl with the curly red hair. He likes the girl with the curly red hair. Nobody? Nobody? Oh, no? what's, her, okay. what's, her, what's her name? Loretta or something like that. Something awful. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, Loretta's a beautiful name, but it seemed kind of weird for a child. Oops. I did all the bullet points here, but then they have stuff there. I crept, I chopped it down quite a bit. And then, you know, Ronnie has the, the main book there. He's like, they have a ton of ideas. Oh, yeah. They're all really good ideas, too. And, that's, and then it also goes through, like, which – you know, in order to, to better soothe yourself, you can go through each one of the senses. So, you know, what's your favorite smell? What's your favorite touch? What's your favorite taste? Things like this. Like if you aren't able to like, you know, go do an activity, like go for a jog or something like that, then go to the bakery and smell cookies or, you know, stuff yeah, like this. That's kind of like the next thing. So the first step is distract yourself, get your emotions down. Then once you calm down, um, you have to soothe yourself, self-soothe. Mm-hmm. Just so you think you're important, you know, just to realize you're an important person and you deserve to have pleasure. And they talk about some good pleasures, so the bad pleasures, like don't go get drunk and stupid and go have sex with random people. Yeah. You know, you know they talk about alternatives, like uh, what are some of the soothing ones they have? Uh, listen to music? There is yes. uh, listen to music. Yeah. And I mean, that's obviously a really big one. I don't know. It seems like it's more so for people, like, I mean, Jim's wicked old, so people that are younger than him, where, um, you know, they're more like in their car more often <laughs> and just like totally jamming out. Like I remember back in the day when, you know, you get in a fight with your parents, you get in your car and you just turn on something like super loud. Yep, and, like, absolutely. And it didn't even matter. It's like uh, in what, – what's that movie? The Marky Mark movie? He's like, yeah, let's go kick some ass. And then the air supply comes on. <laughs> That's all the guys. The other guys, yeah. <laughs> I, I I I gravitate towards the music. I love music. It's, it's, if, I, if I'm agitated, that little suicide tendency song, like Garage Band that you just heard, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I crank up. I was huh. like, bam, because it, it's high energy music. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like matches my energy. Is like, but I'm redirected towards yeah that one. Uh, our podcast it's actually a podcast nowadays. I actually listen to it nowadays just to relax. I mean, it, it, it calms me down quite a bit. And I don't know what I don't know why it's Ronnie, but <laughs> <laughs> here's what I'm trying to think of like the the Barry White lines from uh, South Park. Like, have you tried my salty, chocolate salty ch- balls? balls. <laughs> <laughs> you watch South Park? Put them oh, in yeah. your mouth and you suck them. Wait, sorry. <laughs> oh, dad's here. Dad's here. It must be it must be close to ending time. Closing time. Oh yeah. Party's so does over. the the training DPT is that what it is? Delta D- Bravo Tango. Delta Bravo Tango um, dialectical okay. behavior therapy. Does that tie into the astrology at all? all? No, because I feel like that it very easily could, in a sense, that different um, elements or different signs would react to situations very differently. Yeah. To where you would almost need to specialize your own techniques to that. Yeah, actually, well, it does. And actually, that's part of the reason why I have it on there. Like, like, like I always, like, uh, like, like, like this, this thing talks about, like, emotions or, I don't want to say, pa- I don't like the emotion thing. It sounds like pansy. But, like, Ronnie's my passion friend, mm-hmm. you know, which I love. 
you know, because she, Eric and I are very, very not so passionate. And Ronnie has this beautiful gifts. I think this thing's more geared towards people like her that have these really high emotions because she, you know, that's a beautiful thing about her. You know, she, 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 you know, she takes these fun situations and she, she, her quick reaction and stuff like that. You know, she spots these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's, she, she has these little things. So I, I, I kind of, uh, yeah, it kind of plays in. It's a different personality. It's, it's like, like you're, you're, you're a bitch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, the cool thing about you is like, if I know you're a bitch, you know, part of the thing later on is going to be like knowing who the other person is. And I love a lot of people. And part of the reason I love people so much because astrology taught me people are different. Ronnie's crazy and that's good. You know, you're a bitch and that's good. You know, I'm a geek and hope you guys think that. Uh. It's it's really good, Jim. You're doing so Throw me good. A bone. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, but, but but yeah, to me it all kind of plays together. It's like yeah, astrology makes me realize people are different. But they all come up issues. And part of the thing is you have to realize how people are different. But we all have a situation where we had these agitated situations. And different people react to them differently. Mm-hmm. Erica, exactly. when, I, when I get in the conversation with her, it's bum. But uh with uh Ronnie it's different. Anyways, we had gold. Dave's cutting us off. <laughs> silly, silly potato pie. Ma- Mabel Marie Bluebear. I love you, girls. Thanks. See you soon. Thanks, Not Melissa. my fault. I got a meeting. Thanks, Melissa. Oh, go to thegoodrevengym.com. <laughs> Thank you.